0: It's Monday. You know what time it is. It's FRPC, and we are talking hoops today. I'm your boy Vince, and we are on the air. And also, we have a lot to get to. Um, give me a second. I picked up a green pen instead of a blue pen, and y'all know that I only deal with the blue. So. What's going on today? A lot. We're going to talk a lot about Dane. We're going to talk a lot about uh, some of the rumors right before training camp, things of that nature. That is where we are today. Um, I have been saying all along about it's Miami, it's Miami, it's Miami, it's Miami, and Dane. They're going to be married together, and that is what's going to happen. And we will get to that momentarily. But let's talk about a couple other things. And the reason why we're going to talk about a couple of things is because I got to get a couple little shots off my chest. One, Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. Taylor Swift in the box with Travis Kelsey. Mom, uh, I loved it. I loved the whole thing. Uh, I, I, as a 50-year-old man, Will tell you that on my iPhone I do have Taylor Swift songs. I enjoy her. I'm not saying that she is my favorite, but I do enjoy some Taylor Swift. I consider myself a casual Swifty, if you want to call it that. This is not for clicks. This is not for whatever. This is just things that I'm seeing and I'm going, like, okay, what's going on here? Okay. So, you're not really hip to the story. Travis Kelsey hosts a podcast with his brother, Jason Kelsey, who he whooped his ass in a um, Super Bowl last year. Now, he's calling his shot out on Taylor Swift. Here's the deal. As guys, as all men, I'm just going to tell you right now. Shoot your shot. You never know and this is not just because we saw this I'm telling you as a man who I mean I'm not going to tell you I'm God's gift to women I'm not Um, I've had more success by saying hey what's up or um, I would like to get to know you than I've been rejected they're actually um, women are more approachable than we kind of actually think Um, so lesson to the guys out there if you are Feeling some sort of way for a young lady and she's you know, she's got a certain vibe to you And you're kind of like I really am am digging this You should shoot your shot you never know all right, so uh, take it from me take it from travis and then now I guess if you want to Take it from taylor swift, right? We had to talk about this because we are a all-inclusive podcast and uh Anytime I can put Taylor Swift on the pod, we should definitely do that. And I am not willing to sit here and say I'm above a certain situation to say I don't want clicks on certain things or whatever. I I don't want clicks in the sense of let's sit, uh, let's make this so serious or whatever. You know, it's all in fun. It's all in jest. But I'm not above to say, hey. Yo, if we can somehow make Taylor Swift part of our podcast and get this in here somehow or whatever. Hey, I'm going to do it. Now, uh, Nico, who is uh, still uh, in post wedding bliss, we have no idea when we're getting this cat back. He might stay on uh, a vac- permanent vacation. He tells me he wants to be around for the Damian Lillard deal, which we're about to talk about because that's imminent. By the way, that is imminent. We are not going to go into training camp with Damian Lillard as a Portland Trailblazer. Now, if you're reading Bleacher Report or ESPN or um, Yahoo Sports or uh, whoever, The Athletic or whatever, They're going to tell you that Toronto is in the lead. And I'm here to tell you that I still do not believe that. Not because of the fact that the recording is wrong and these gentlemen, Chris Hayes and Marcus Spears, who's a Hall of Famer. um, Fisher, who used to be at Bleacher Report, now at Yahoo. All these gentlemen, Adrian Wojnarowski, all these gentlemen do incredible work. I am not here to say that uh, I am better than them, because I am not. I am not as tied in as them. But let's kind of follow the tea leaves a little bit. For the one thing that we've heard over the last couple years with the Toronto Raptors is that at some point, at some form of fashion, that they were going to blow it up. Now, they let go of Van Bleet. You say, well, that leaves a hole in the point guard. And you're 100% correct to think that you're 100% correct to, to lay those dots and lead them right to Portland, Oregon, to Cronin's office and say, hey, Dane as a Raptor sounds good to me, right? I'm with you on all of that. I think this is incredible reporting. I do believe they have interest. I do they believe they have interest in being part of this deal. I do believe that they had interest in trying to get him. Here's the thing. He doesn't want to go there. I understand that the owners are super pissed about uh, player movement. And I don't care what people say on the record. I'm telling you that there are owners out there who are sick of this. Who are absolutely sick of this crap. Some people will tell you they like it because... It gets them, you know, off season attention and all this. No, they don't. They do not like this. Okay? I don't know how many billionaires you know. I don't know too many billionaires. I've been around a couple. But I'll tell you, they don't like being told what to do. They don't like to be told what to do by Congress, by Senate Commission so how is it that a billionaire is now going to curtail and and, and kind of acquiesce to a, a multi multi-millionaire now you might say the world doesn't work that way and you know basketball is different and stuff like that let me tell you something I don't care how old you are if you're 20 22 25 28 let me give you a little let me give you a little piece of information. People who have a lot of power, who have a lot of money, uh, are, are pretty particular about how certain things are. Okay. Um, they gotten to their station in life by doing things a certain way and getting results a certain way. Being strong-armed by somebody, in a sense, who... You can take this however you want, but I'm speaking purely on economics. This has nothing to do with race, creed, religion, anything. This is economics. Millionaires are a different class than a billionaire. Billionaires move differently, and they don't like to be told what to do, so hold on to that, now, when I said that I am very uh, suspect on this whole Toronto being in the lead for Dame, let's break this down one other little bit, I've been talking about how they got the, the Vleet deal, and whatever case may be, Let's backtrack a little bit. Okay, so we had the trade deadline last year. Last year, we were kind of thinking that maybe they might be the team to move OG and and or Pascal Siakam. They did not. They kept them. And at that point, I decided that I'm not falling for the pump fake anymore. And we're going to go ahead and just sit there and say, hey, until we actually physically see the trade, We are not going to believe in this anymore. And guess what? I don't care what the rumors are. I don't believe. Do I believe they're part of this deal? Yes, I do. I believe they're part of this deal. To unload OG Ananovi. To unload Pascal Siakam. To start this rebuild that everything is going to happen and what have you. That is what I actually think. I think we're finally getting a rebuild. Not by choice, but by circumstance. I think there's a lot of teams in this league that wanted to be part of this situation, but you had the staring contest and the pissing contest between uh, Pat Riley of the Miami Heat and Joe Cronin of the Portland Trailblazers, who was like, I'm not giving you our franchise guy, our guy who's been, uh, you know, probably one of the top five. Portland trailblazers of all time. Yo, we can debate whether you believe he's the number one trailblazer of all time or not. And I know that my take or my thought process is going to be um, old-fashioned for certain people and all this. And they're going to give me analytics and stats and tell me, he, oh, he revolutionized Portland and blah, 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 and all this. I love Dane Willard. I think he is a really, really good point guard. But if you have Damian Lillard over Clyde Drexler as the greatest Portland trailblazer of all time, I'm sorry, I I don't agree with you. Now, it's okay. We can disagree. I'm not shooting you down. I'm not saying you're a dumb person or no. Listen, I understand there are people who grew up who are 27, 25, even 20. I know there are people who are being born in the 2000s. They do. They look down on us who were born in the 1990s or the 1980s or, for me, the 1970s. Um, we just see more. And at some point, when you're 20 years older, you will have seen more. And there'll be a 20-year-old who will tell you, you don't know what the hell you're talking about. And that's kind of how it goes. But Damian Lillard is a great, great Portland Trailblazer. He's just not the greatest Portland Trailblazer. With that being said, I still understand Cronin's situation of... We do not want Tyler Hero. He does not fit what we need in post-Damian Lillard era. I got that. Don't back down. I've always said, we've been talking about this subject for almost three months now. I think actually we've been talking about it a little bit longer. That it was always going to involve multiple teams. It was always going to involve three, four teams, maybe even five teams. I think I even said that in a previous podcast. Go check back in July. Check out the Archive Pods. Go to Apple. Go to Spotify. Go to Amazon Music. Go to any uh, platform that you find your podcast on that you like to listen to your podcast on. And download those podcasts, because we have talked about this incessantly. With that being said, I think that Toronto is a a liaison in this deal. Oh, and by the way, shout out to the Miami Heat, and shout out to Pat Riley and that front office organization. I have never seen a situation where you... Clearly want a player You Clearly have the inside track And you are allowing Or not even allowing You're actually saying We don't need to be involved You can actually trade Tyler Hero for us To the other team That's actually going to end up with him Portland And Miami The one thing I do 100% agree with I've been talking to certain people They have not had a conversation in weeks in regards to Dame to Miami. And you would say that is counterintuitive to getting a deal done. And Vince, how can you tell me that there's a deal that's imminent? I'm telling you I'm going to be doing a special podcast probably within the next two or three days telling you where Damian Lillard is going to end up. Is there a chance he can end up in Toronto? I don't think so. Some other people do. We'll see it all how we'll see how it all kind of flies. My thought is that Toronto is a, is one of the conduits to this deal. Dame does end up in Miami. Who ends up with Jovich and Jaime Hawkins Jr.? Because by the way, Jaime Hawkins Jr. will never be in a Miami Heat uniform. So if you got comfortable with Jaime Hawkins Jr. In a heat uniform, don't because he's probably going in the steel. Now where he's going is the mystery. Because here's 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 the other part of this. You got Brooklyn, Charlotte, Phoenix Suns. Yes, those Phoenix Suns. <laughs> Toronto now. Milwaukee. Go listen to the archive pods. I talked about maybe like a James Harden to uh, Milwaukee previously. This makes a lot of sense too. So you got all these teams that are involved now. And if you haven't heard these names, I will say them again. So obviously you have Portland and Miami. You have Toronto, Milwaukee, Phoenix. On the outskirts, Utah. Utah. Charlotte, Brooklyn, oh, and by the way, I'll throw in another one for you. The Indiana Pacers. All right, so these are all the teams that I have heard that they're kind of in on some sort of being on the outskirts of the deal. There's a certain player that they want in the deal. There's a certain player they want to trade from their team. As part of this deal, because they believe this is the best way to do it as far as financially. And remember, everything's a little bit harder now with how the salary cap is run. We have entered a new phase of basketball. Okay. It was hard to get trades done. You're going to have to really get these salary slots in. We're going to see a lot of um, contracts in the next five years. Until they close this loophole, which they will. But the next five years are going to be very interesting. What you saw with Miles Turner last year. You're going to see a lot more of that in the next upcoming years. That where we're going to give you a certain amount of money this year. And then we're going to, the contract is going to de-escalate. Now, is that going to happen to your superstar 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 guy no it's not but your guy who is really important to you who might be like the third part of your rotation he might be the fourth part of your rotation he might be like the key bench guy or whatever it is those are the type of guys that are going to end up with these contracts it won't be no it won't be the guy who's the all-NBA guy, and it definitely will not be the guy who's a perennial all-star. It's going to be the guy who is like, who maybe has had maybe one all-star appearance. Maybe he has been uh, come up third or runner-up in Defensive Player of the Year. Maybe he's just a really solid player, and you just like him, and but he's not like the be-all to end-all player. Those are the guys who are going to get the balloon contract for the one year. And then you're going to see the contract start to de-escalate. That's where we're going. That is where we are going. So now, these are all the particulars. Vince, I'm hearing from Mark Spears, who's a Hall of Famer. I'm hearing from Chris Hayes, who is... A long-time NBA insider. I'm hearing from all these people who tell me that Toronto is now in the lead for Damian Lillard. And they have the greatest piece to get Damian Lillard, which is OG Ananobi. Okay, I hear you. I do hear you. Explain one thing to me though. If OG Ananobi is the piece that's coming back for Damian Lillard, I will tell you for the from the bottom of my heart, I know that Yusuf Nurkic is not in that deal. And that is something that I've been talking about with the Portland Trailblazers is when they do this reset, part of this reset and part of Dame, you know this This cornerstone of the franchise not being with the the team anymore, Um, you're in a position now where what's going to end up happening is they want to get rid of Nurkic as well in that deal. That's that's what they want to do. And if Toronto can't acquiesce or facilitate that situation, then you're going to need another team involved. This is why I don't think they're the the team to get involved in this. They got Yaka Pearl. They don't need use of Nurkic. Nurkic makes a lot of money as well. So these are things we have to think about when we're thinking about these trades. With that being said, again, I do believe there will be multiple teams involved. We talked about this all summer. I do believe it will be like a four or five team merry-go-round trade. There will be Superstars going here, there, and everywhere. Not the main superstars, not like LeBron or whatever. But guys who you who probably you turn in to, tune in to watch. And I do ultimately think that Dame ends up in Miami. He says even the report that you hear or the reports that you have read is that you know there's this thing that Dame is still comfortable with going to Miami, and he would request through his agent. To be moved if he went to Toronto, Indiana, or whomever wanted to pick him up. If that's the case, why would Toronto be the front runner for him? Well, what makes them the front runner is because a lot of people want want clean. They want clean, concise situations, and what I mean by that is that they do have the contracts stack up to one Damian Lillard, and they have young pieces. That actually fit what the Trailblazers want. Because if you if you have been with us, if you're day one, thank you and God bless you. I love your support. I can't thank you enough. And if you want to send me a tip, go to my link tree on, on uh, X, which is at FrontRunner PC. So that's FrontRunner all put together. P is in Paul, C is in Charles. I'll take a coffee, man. I can always use a Starbucks coffee. Uh I work 18, 19 hours a day for this kind of stuff. So I could use a coffee. Um so you're sitting there and you're going like, well, how, how's all gonna you know? They got the pieces. So it makes it fit better. The problem is, is that Damian Lillard doesn't want to go there. That's the main thing with that. And I understand you say, well, Masai was, you know, Kawhi Leonard didn't want to go to Toronto and he ended up going going for one year and all this sort of thing and everything like that. Kawhi was in a very different situation. And he understood that he was a free he was a free agent after end of the year. I can do one year Toronto and then go ahead and parlay that into a multi-year contract, which he did. That's exactly what he did. Damian Lillard has like three, four years left on his contract, man. Right? He, he could literally, he has no control. Once they trade him to Toronto, he can ask for a trade. He can sit out. He can do whatever he wants. But if Masai Jerry decides, I don't want to trade you. He doesn't have to trade them. He can sit, send him home. Damian Lillard can scream. In, to the top of his lungs. O- on a mountain. And there's a goat watching him. For some reason. And maybe there's a guy. With like one of those long horns. That you see in um, Switzerland. And he's blowing it. I'm sorry I don't know the technical term for that horn. I might have to look that up. Do some research and look that up. But. I just don't see two things. One, I just don't know if that's how you want to start out the year. There's been a lot of upheaval with the Toronto Raptors over the last two or three years. Anyway, remember they were the team that was, that were, that was basically kicked out of their, their hometown and had to play in Tampa Bay when the whole COVID thing went on. So after the bubble, the year after, the Raptors were in Tampa for the longest period of time, for a year. So you had that. Then you had the, the year where they got Scotty Barnes and whatever the case may be. And then, you know, they've had some, some rough years. They need a year where it's just chill. Vibes are good. Everything is lovely, right? We got a new coach. Everything is going good with that. All of that. You need that. So bringing in a guy who is going to say, hmm, I don't know if I really want to be here. By the way, if you're giving out Ananobi, the money still doesn't match up. You're going to have to give up other pieces. Now, what do you have left to build around Damian Lillard, who doesn't want to go to a team? He could just stay in Portland. He, was, he will stay in Portland and go 40 and 42 until he retires, if that's what he wants to do. I don't mind going 38 and 44 in Portland, but I'm damn sure not going to do it in Toronto because they did not draft me. Remember, Damian Lillard, of all things, is one of the most loyal dudes on the face of the planet. When everybody said it was time for you to go, Damian was like, nah, I'm Portland. I'm, I'm, I'm Rip City. You know, this is where I'm, this is damn time. Portland is damn time, right? I don't see him going to Toronto to be mediocre. Now, you're telling me that Pascal Siakam takes a step, whatever, Scotty Barnes learns how to shoot. I'm sure Grady Dick will be in that deal somehow, some way. I don't know if Grady Dick goes to Miami or whatever as some sort of hush-hush compensation and whatever. I don't know. But I will tell you this. If Toronto's the leader and they're the team that ends up with Dame, I'll come right up on this podcast and tell you I was wrong. I really still haven't heard any information that would tell me that he is legit going to Toronto. I've heard rumors. I've heard speculation I've heard other people talk about What kind of Star he is What kind of player he is And how enamored they are with him But I haven't heard somebody say Yeah That's going to happen The Toronto Contingency Is going to be able to get Pry Damian Lillard away from Portland And basically cut out The Miami Heat. So, Miami Heat fans, rest assured, your guy is still in the mix for you. What we tried to do with this Damian Lillard thing the whole way through was to try to reimagine. We talked about other trades. I think I did stick um, Damian Lillard in Toronto earlier. I think I did. Which still to this day I don't feel awesome about there is also <laughs> if you really want to get like super super like just in the weeds in the you want to go down like the the serious rabbit hole everybody was talking about Utah and how that would work no And everybody would think, as a Laker fan, I would want Dame on the Lakers. No, I don't. I do not want Dame on the Lakers. Not because he's not an incredible player and he couldn't provide a lot. I definitely think that. I think he'd be a huge upgrade to one D'Angelo Russell. We just don't have the picks to give to uh, Portland. We're not in that mix. The team that I would be scared of if I was everyone, if I was everyone and I'm sitting here, I'm kind of going like, man, if these dudes put a package together, they could get him and it could still be sick, like what's left over. There's a couple teams out there. Can I interest you in the New Orleans Pelicans? Now, shoot me down. I'm not saying it's going to happen because it's not. But that was a team that was talking to Portland during the draft. That's what was going on. Just never got to work out. They never could get anything together. I think because Damian Lillard already had the motion plan of let's end up with a 305 area code let's end up on South Beach right let's end up at the Cleveland okay with all that being said they do have the pieces to do this deal if they wanted to another team that really interests me in all of this i don't think damian lillard would be that type of player to go there i don't think it i just i'm looking at just different trying to see what would be exciting see what would what type of things would go on or what our case would be um the other speculation is what would happen if the clippers came off one of their superstars what happened if they came up Paul George? Now, Paul George wouldn't go to Portland. Paul George would be jettisoned off to another piece. This would be one of those deals. Could you see Dame time in Los Angeles, but not with the Lakers? Because if you want to talk about spotlight versus streetlight, and you want to talk about personality, and you want to talk about leadership that that team desperately, desperately needs, not James Harden, by the way, no disrespect to you, James. No disrespect to you, Beard, the Beard. But we're talking about pure leadership, somebody who could really coalesce that team and get it together and provide the clutchness that you would need to put yourself As a team that is an actual legit threat to the Denver Nuggets. That's the team I will be worried about. Now, do they have a pieces? Well, if you're willing to trade one of your guys, you do. Because one of your guys could then, in a sense, pay for, with pieces and picks, pay for Damian Lillard making himself down to the la-la. And could you imagine the Clippers going into the new arena in Inglewood, California in the shadow of where Showtime or Winning Time, if you are young and been watching the HBO show, but for us old people, Showtime was at the Forum. Where the new building is being built, the Intuit Arena or whatever. It's like on the where it's at the it's at the corner, the left the left south corner of the parking lot of where the forum is. Which is like a stone's throw away from SoFi Stadium. This is Inglewood, California, folks. Uh, do your history on it? I grew up in it, <laughs> so I'm not gonna lead you down that rabbit hole, but you're welcome. Inglewood is interesting, but that would be a place I would think that we you know if we're talking about let's think wildly or whatever, but here's the thing with the uh Toronto r- rumor it's built around o g m novi correct, and I'm gonna read off some things from. Uh, our guy here. We'll see. Marcus Spears. Earlier today. According to Anscapes. Marcus Spears is. Uh, ranking NBA team executive. Said the Toronto Raptors. Entered this week as front runners. To land Lillard. Spears noted that the Raptors. Have. Had recent conversations. With the Blazers. About Lillard. But no pack. Was close. Being imminent as of Monday morning, still the two executives said that they expect Lillard to be treated before media day. So here's the thing. I believe that Toronto is laying the groundwork for them to be involved so they can get off of Siakam and maybe get some more young players to build around the Grady Dicks of the world and the Scotty Barnes of the world to go ahead and now do what we've been thinking they were going to do for the last couple of years, which is kind of, you know, not blow it up, but retool and get younger and and see what they can build with the with the youth movement. Um, again, there's nothing to me in any of these reports, and I know they've been all over the Internet today. And I know Chris Hayes has said what he said and all that. And Chris Hayes has said what he said and all that. But I'm trying to tell you that Miami is still the destination for Damian Lillard. You can come at me all you want. That's cool. Uh, We'll see how it all goes. And like I said, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I'll be more than happy to say I'm wrong. Right? Um, The other thing that I wanted to get to that is uh, non-Damian Lillard here. Let's talk a little bit about also the low-key thing that is probably happening in Dallas. So... Derek Lively is probably not going to play a game for the Mavericks. Just saying. I believe that Atlanta will have Derek Lively before. I don't know if he'll be D4 training camp. But I'm thinking that that might be something that actually might happen. And Clint Capella. By the way. They need defense, and they need a a center who can provide that defense desperately. It would be so unfair to drop that 19-year-old young man into Dallas and say, hey, listen, we're trying to make a playoff push here. We have Kyrie Urban and Luka Doncic, and we want you to man the middle and and, and be aggressive and play great defense as a 19-year-old. Good luck, man. Good luck with that. People don't realize, like, it took Dennis Rodman, like, four or five years to really become what he was. This dude was coming off the bench playing, like, 14, 14, 15 minutes a game for the championship Pistons and and, and all of that. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's where he was. The people who are seeing all these highlights and the colorful hair and Dennis dressing up in in a uh, wedding gown and all that. That was years after, man. That was years after, bro. Like, my man, first three or four years, I mean, he was good. You could see it. He wasn't even starting. He was off the bench. The real defensive of Dennis Rodman came when he started to start. People forget that there was a. Mark Aguirre on that team. So Dennis could not start. So now we' we're, we're asking this 19 year old kid to come into Dallas. Mark Cuban's asking this guy to come into Dallas and and, and help and help re, uh, rejuvenate a defense that was listless and, and, and terrible last year and they got two dudes who their stars are and none of and both of them can't play defense whatsoever. Now, Kyrie can't play defense. He just, you know, he's offensive-minded and what have you. We would hope that if he's really truly going to get it, this is the time that he is going to get it. I still have no faith in that. But I do believe that there is a, a trade coming with the Dallas Mavericks and the Atlanta Hawks. So keep a lookout for that one as well. So, they will ask me, Hey Vince, what else do you see? What else can you see going on? I'm going to be very interested to see how big this actual Damian and Lillard trade is. Because I do still believe there is a chance for this to be huge. There's a chance for this to be like a five-teamer. And I'm not trying to get clicks or whatever. I'm just... The tea leaves of the NBA are, are, really, are really out there right now. There's a lot of people dropping a lot of information that they've been holding on to since, like, really August 6th. Because that's when the league basically shut down, went on summer vacation, told us, like, they were working on these deals, which nobody was. Everybody was out the office. And now we got a week before training camp, and damn sure we do not want Damian Lillard at Media Day. 100%, we do not want that in Portland. That is very contentious, and by the way, it's super unfair to your 19-year-old phenom that just fell into your lap, Scoot Henderson. Let's not have the pillar of the franchise one of the icons of the franchise who wants out, right? Who wants to be gone? Just sitting there and Scoot has to answer these questions about, well, what do you think about playing with Damian Lillard or not playing with Damian Lillard? What do you think the chances are? I don't want that kid to deal with any of that whatsoever. I want him to start this as, you know, I want, the, I want Cronin to come out and say, hey, we traded Damian Lillard. It's time for the fresh start. We have Shaden Sharp. We have Anthony Simons if Anthony Simons stays. And we have Scoot Henderson and, and the Cavalcade of other guys. And this is our young nucleus that we are looking forward to building something great here in the great northwest of Portland. Right? That's what you want to hear. That's what you want to see. Now, I know for Portland fans, friends. You guys love Damian Lillard. I get you. I understand you. But at the end of the day, if you want the kid to do well and you want the kid to be great, you want that kid to lead you to the promised land that Damian Lillard was not able to lead you to, you would not be selfish and say, hey, let's try to hold on to Damian Lillard until we get the package that we want. No. No. Let's wipe this slate clean. Let's be done with this nightmare. And let's be done with Damian Lillard. And let's give let's give Scoot all the runway he needs to be as successful as he can possibly be. If you have the third pick overall, right, and you have seen your team over the last, like, four years just kind of just being this malaise of, you know, Some, sometimes making the playoffs and then the last couple years not making the playoffs. This has to be terribly frustrating to you. So let's be done with the Damian Lillard thing. Let's be done with it so we can go ahead and move on. Now, is there anything else that we need to get to? No, we're done for today. I'd like to thank everybody. So, um... we have just done over ten thousand views on YouTube. So these these uh these little clips that we put out of the podcast, like so we put out like these minute anywhere from like a minute 42 to like four minute clips on YouTube. And usually what I'm trying to do with that so you get a like a little peek behind the curtain is I'm just trying to give you a little taste of what the actual podcast is, so then you can come and listen to the podcast and enjoy it. For you, for those of you who have, you know, started with the podcast and grown with the podcast, you know, we have this other arm, which is the YouTube channel. For the people who are just on the YouTube channel, we have the podcast. Obviously, the podcast will have all the information, right? This, it'll have all of this, the substance. With that being said, I want to shout out. All our people who are viewing the YouTube channel, 10,000 views, man, like with really no advertisement whatsoever. I haven't paid a dime to like Google or YouTube or anyone else to promote our podcast yet. It's coming, you know, because I definitely want to I would like to turn a profit on this one day. But we wanted real genuine people who wanted to follow us. We want to build a community. I've been saying it for for years. Build a tribe, however you want to put it: community, tribe, a group, you know, an alliance. Remember that with college football. Remember they had the alliance. <laughs> We're not going to coach your teams. Okay. Sure, um I just want to build something where we can all come together and you guys could talk about your teams and you know argue and laugh and all these type of things, and you know have a discord and you know have like different rooms and and all of this. These are the type of things that I want to do, and the only way to do that is to continue. To support the pod. Continue to support YouTube. Let's get the numbers up. Tell your friend to, you know, download the pod. You know what I'm saying? Tell your friend to go on the YouTube channel and and, and subscribe and, and hit that notification bell. You know, and then if you're so inclined, leave a comment or a review on the podcast. You know, leave a review, you know, five stars, whatever case may be. Oh, I like this point. Oh, this point was garbage or whatever. Or this point, I disagree with this point. These type of things, man, we can go back and forth on. This is a give and take relationship. I want to give to you. I just don't want to take from you. I want to give. And if you look at the uh, YouTube, I usually comment on every last one of them because we don't have a ton of you know, subscribers and stuff like that yet. We're not so huge where, like, I can't. And, and, you know, that day where it comes where I can't... I can't comment or, or, or on anything, on everything anymore, that'll probably be a sad day for me, right? I'll probably give that up super late, probably a lot later than I should. But... For right now, man, it's so cool when we get a comment and, you know, somebody saying, oh, yeah, I really like Tua or, oh, I like Scoot Henderson and, you know, whatever. We've gotten a lot of engagement in the Portland area. I want to shout out Portland. I want to shout out Oklahoma City. I want to shout out Miami. Thank you for the love. Dolphin fans, fans up. I want to thank y'all. So, again, God bless y'all. Like we appreciate you so much. I know Nico does. Uh my wife Belinda does. We are um we are thankful for every last one of you. And um again, just continue to follow us on Twitter, continue to follow us on YouTube and download the podcast. And we're out. So Wednesday, we will be back. That'll be a football show. I got a ton, a ton of stuff to talk about. Miami's Miami's ridiculous. I cannot wait for that breakout. There's, there's definitely a breakout coming for the Miami Dolphins fans. So if you're a Miami fan and you love whatever, you love the, the all the Miami teams or whatever case may be, your boy Vince held you down today. I told you you don't have to worry about Damian Lillard going to Toronto. I still think he's going to be a heat. I think Toronto might be a team that facilitates this deal, um, and then just the two stuff that's coming on Wednesday. Just, just know, I got you, Miami. And with that being said, also if you're on if you're on X, hit me up and say, hey, I want love for you know, um, you know, Sacramento, and can you talk about our guy Kevin Herder? Can you talk about our guy? Um, uh, De'Aaron Fox, or can you talk about, uh, you know, uh, our guy Sabonis, or whatever the case may be? If it's, if you are a Green Bay Packer fan and you don't like my, my commentary on, on Brian Gutencuss over the last couple years, hit me up on that. If you're a Dallas Cowboy fan, <laughs> I'm so sorry for you right now. Um, yeah, and if you're a Denver Nugget or Denver Bronco fan or anything like that, hit us up, man. Like we are here for you. We want to cater to you. We want to make sure that you guys are getting the uh, information that is out there that's pertinent. We wanted to hit you with this Damian Lillard thing because we thought it was important, and we wanted to make sure that the the stuff that's out there. I want to make sure, like we are on that. Not in a breaking news type situation. I just believe in my heart of hearts that Miami is the destination for Dane. Um, all the little intel that I have, which is not like what these guys have or whatever case may be. But I do, I do check in. I do work hard. And I just don't see him going to Toronto. I'm sorry, Toronto. But I think your rebuild is on the way. Masai Jiri is getting your rebuild started. Trust me on that. And without further ado, you guys have a great one. See you back on this feed on Wednesday. Y'all stay easy, and I am done.